Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, the weekly podcast where we talk about Weezer's entire discography, song by song, track by track. Uh, I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log, and I'm Eric Nash. I'm also host of Almost Famous Minute. And way over yonder, over hill and dale, we have I'm Heather Mack. From uh, the Make It Stop podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Hello. Well, Thank we have you another for having Pantheon me. person here. Indeed. It's, Part it's, of the Pantheon pod fam. It's the You're second gonna... time. <laughs> yes. We went yeah, from yeah. CEO to you, yeah. so... Uh... <laughs> well, you're going to regret this, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we regretted it when Christian was on, too, so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. Oh, right, right, right. The reason being is because, you know, off mic, I was just... I was ruminating on the fact that you guys are, you know, these polite and nice and kind and thoughtful... Well, well now we know you haven't listened to the show. Yeah, but, definitely okay, haven't well. listened to the show. <laughs> Have you heard the things I've said about Rivers Cuomo? I'm pretty sure I've called him a serial killer like three or four I... times on this show. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo is a fucking dick. We're definitely. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm for sure he has with. Been. Right. Yeah. I, we did a whole long episode on Ratitude. Yeah. Uh, I need to have you on for Ratitude because it's a garbage we... album for garbage people. So it was a horrible. Well, and that's the whole thing because we do a podcast where we review um, terrible albums song by song, and that one. We said some pretty, pretty ridiculous. We made some, we made some wild claims about Rivers Cuomo, and some wild claims about Rivers Cuomo on this uh, episode today too. Well, um, so, you here, and you also uh, listen to Ratitude. You've got me going. Okay, so uh, you listen to Ratitude, which one is not yeah. only the worst album that he's ever written. Horrible. It's also like I'm going to say the second most sexist album he's written. The first being mm. Pinkerton. Um, mm. <laughs> and I'm going to get, I, I get lambasted about this quite a bit, but, uh, it, it's, it's, it's garbage. You're going to sit here. You've got the, the, can't stop partying is the worst song ever put pen to paper. It's terrible. It's garbage. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's a black hole of taste. I mean, it's, it's, it is a nightmare. And actually you just brought me, it's like a, it's like fucking Mugatu. Like I'm Zoolander and I'm having a flashback here all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I'm remembering that. That's way better than the original version. So that's a nightmare. You, you just sent me to a dark place. You have PTSD. There's a few slappers on there. I will not lie. Uh, two. Uh, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to slash. Yes. Uh, yep. And put me back together. Yep. That the two, the two yep. good songs on the album. Correct. Um, and then they start playing the sitar for some reason, and I'm like, go to the mall, get nope. out of here. I'm done with this album. Um, the, the Bogwan fucking Cuomo who grew up on his ashram in Connecticut. Christ, it's just. Uh, well, Oof. really, the the love guru was really big during that time, so uh, he was really um, channeling his inner Mike Myers. Um, he was really hoping Justin Timberlake would be a part of that as well. So, oh God, um, was really Lil we Wayne wasn't for. enough. <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible experience. So, thank you so much uh, for bringing me back there. I really appreciate that. Just a great Always place a to start. Always a pleasure. Uh, well, today we're actually talking about a good song. 
off of a good album. Yes! Uh, today we are talking about track 11 on Maladroit Possibilities. Great song. Yes. Great song. Absolutely it is. It, it is fantastic. So tell us your thoughts. Tell us what you think. Well, so here's the thing. It's really interesting. Maladroit, for some reason, is like a, a total, like, a mystery to me. Because I, you know, I grew up like every, you know, young, earnest, emotional punk in, you know, the early or the late 90s, early 2000s, like listening to the Blue Album and Pinkerton. And I really liked Weezer a lot. Um, and I remember the Green Album and Hashpipe. And then Maladroit just kind of like fell into the sea. And mm-hmm. I know that it came out in like 2002, which maybe was the reason because that was when I was like getting more into like heavily into like kind of like hardcore punk and and like uh and emo and scream whatever like all sorts of i don't know harder more edgy shit you know what i mean and these were your pinkerton days is what you're saying right 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 although yeah look if you can't relate it to river squomo it doesn't interest (laughs) me so Or, or, or wrestling or wrestling, that is true. Oh, uh, you guys talk see, about wrestling well, too. <laughs> we were. Hey. Uh, that was the the episode. Yeah, that, Christian yeah, was. That was uh, yeah. They did a song on the Tough Enough too. Um, oh, but I yeah, am, I am an amateur uh, pro wrestler. What? Actually. I will. Yeah. Oh my god! Why didn't we have you on the show before? <laughs> why don't we have a podcast about the amazing intro music that pro wrestlers use? Uh, Actually, we have talked about doing an episode. Well, we've we've talked about doing an episode on Fozzie, uh, which is uh, Chris Jericho's band. <laughs> we've talked about doing like just entrance music, like all the butt rock anthems from like the nineties. <laughs> Look, if um, you if you do that, you call me immediately. <laughs> okay, uh, done, <laughs> done. Yeah, I don't have to be on the show. Tangent. You just let me know that it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I will make sure to do so. So anyway, um, you were in your attitude era. But uh, yeah, so I was in my attitude. I was very, yeah, very edgy, very angsty, blah, blah, blah. So like for some reason, Maladroit, it just kind of washed. I don't really remember it. I do remember um, the main single off of Maladroit, um, which uh, not Dope Nose. I didn't recognize Dope Nose right off the bat. I recognized Keep Fishing. And I guess that was maybe the more popular one. It had the world's um, but, greatest music video, so that's why. Yeah, because you got yeah. rivers with the Muppets, and you can't be unhappy yes. working with the Muppets. I do remember that. Yes, I remember that music video very well, um, and I remember liking this for sure. Um, but never, I don't think I ever. I never got the album, and I never listened to it all the way through. And because you know, I'm used to listening to and like entire bad albums and like paying attention painstakingly taking notes on it i was like i should listen to this whole album and really listen like kind of hear what it has to offer and this is an excellent album like Mm -hmm. this is a really excellent album and this song 
um, is not my favorite on the album, but it's a really good one. I mean, it's a it's a straightforward power pop punk Ramones three chord wonder song with, you know, some some uh, sneering uh, teenage lyrics that yeah. are that are fun. It's fun and it's catchy um, and it's like kind of hopeful. It's got this like naivete to it, which is also one of the things that I just find somewhat suspect about <laughs> reverse Cuomo is like his fetishization of like teenage life. But I, 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 you know, I like this song and I really like this album and I didn't grow up loving it. I, and I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm, I, same way with me. I never, I didn't really like this album. I always said, Oh, this is the bad one. And I think I got this confused with the green album. Cause the green album yeah. is also garbage. Um, yeah. But this is this is a phenomenal album. I thoroughly oh enjoy God. this song. Uh, hey, Eric, I think you're yeah. still here. Um, <laughs> d- what uh, what did you think? No, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 it is a real good uh, uh, banger here near the near the end when things kind of can be kind of slowing down a little bit um, for some of the songs. I think, but it's but it's one of the last really good bangers on it um you know it's, it's the, the these hard driving drums that are you know right there in the intro right off the bat they they, they get you going and and they really don't let up at all i mean they're just there yeah well actually Great actually drums. i'm sorry they, they do let up just a little bit like during the verses not much but just a little bit but well and that's that's one of the like this is well what were you saying no no that was it okay uh well, and this is like Weezer's first and last actual punk song. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, it. It you're exactly right, Heather, about the you know it has three chords, uh, four chords. I don't know. There's a few chords. I don't know anything about music, so um, <laughs> uh, me like guitars because they go wah wah. Um, so uh, this is it. it it's. It's it's a fun song. Like it's fun to listen to. I I mean lyrically maybe not, but um, you know it's definitely one of those like, you know you do the the head bobs. You know you getting. I'm doing a head bob right now, but this is an audio medium, so you can't see that. But uh, you know you just you just bob along. What would you call them? Shoegazers, Eric? Oh yeah, it's a shoegazer. Well, eh, I I wouldn't say that. that no, for this one though. That, that was space rock. Maybe that's just yeah. Me. Shoegazer is way more. That's like more introverted and like angsty. Like this. This is like straight up upbeat, like fun. And and a lot of the songs on this on this album, I think like what I heard is there's not as much like kind of like lyrical depth, and there's not as much maybe intentionality about the storytelling. It's kind of just like music, you know, fun music for music's sake. Whereas, like, on Pinkerton, you have all that, like, angst and frustration and the, you know, the distortion. And and then on the Blue Album, you have, like, this fun kind of upbeat surf punk and then the sad mopey songs that are also – that also make you feel good somehow. This is – this is a lot of feel good on this on this mm-hmm. album and on this particular song. Um, it's actually – yeah, I, I was surprised to hear, especially this song, just being such a straightforward – um, pop punk song from mm-hmm. from Weezer. Absolutely, uh, from a band you would never expect it for. I mean, like they're the, you you look at them, especially now, and it's like this is the whitest group of dads I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and then they just they just rip out this just fantastic tune. Uh, 
you know, and it, it it's it, especially modern Weezer has really returned to form. I think they're they're the last three albums, three out of four last albums have been really good. Uh, I'm also incredibly really? biased. Uh, what? What is this? <laughs> Are they really? No, genuinely. I I mean. Oh God, really Weezer sucks, good. but I love. Well- them. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess this makes sense. I mean, here, here we are. Right? <laughs> Episode number. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, 50-something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 50, 50 episodes of me talking about how much I dislike Weezer, but I cannot <laughs> stop listening to them. Um, no, they're... they're uh, I think it's more like... For a lot of this like middle section of Weezer, it's because it's so ingrained in my childhood and uh, college life that I have to listen to it and like it. Like uh, the Green Album, it's terrible, but I mean, I have to. You know, it's 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 early Weezer. It's good Weezer. Pinkerton's the same way for me. I I was not a fan of Pinkerton. Now modern modern day. Mm, yeah. Uh, but when I was in college and high school, it's like, oh my god. This speaks to me, you know. I turn into Marlon Brando, but uh, it's it it. Well, that's. Oh, I, I was just. I'm so sorry. I, that's why I can't forgive modern Weezers because we're too fucking old. But go on. How dare <laughs> you? No better. We don't need him anymore. What? Okay, you know we don't need anything, <laughs> but we're better for having him. Thank you very much. Do we really need the Rolling Stones? I don't think so. Uh, this boomer garbage called the Beatles? Who cares? God. I'm sorry. I'm being so edgy right now. I'm yeah. Just... Oh, 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 God. I just cut myself on all that edge. Uh, well, again, I listen, I'm... I have to think of something to complain about. I do a bad music podcast, so and this is this is hard because this is a great song. Uh, well, did this to me. <laughs> I mean, like, and I joke about how Weezer isn't good, but it, it it's the band that everybody loves to pick on. I think, um, you know, like they're the only reason they don't get picked on more is because Nickelback exists, and that became such a meme. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of a sudden they become super relevant because of the Africa cover. And then they release this bar band album. Ugh. And it's like, why so did you that do that? That sentence you just said became relevant because of the Africa cover. Jesus Christ. That is why I can't fuck with Re- Weezer because there's so many. I mean, also, I listened to Ratitude. I went over Ratitude with a fine tooth comb. It was the most soulless, like, nightmare algorithm, like, deep fake of an album like it was it was and it, it it's horrible and it does but the no cover s- art is amazing <laughs> a pupper jumping at the screen and then on the back they're all riding bikes they're just having a good time uh Ooh. everything else is trash but i do like the cover art for that um do me a solid listen to everything will be all right in the end that whole album uh okay do your okay. analysis of that okay. and then get back to me uh, because I genuinely think that is one of the best albums that has been released in the past 10 years. I also right. don't listen to a lot of music, so take that with a grain of salt. Okay. Um, I will do both of those things. You know, I I get it. I get it. I understand. But let's talk about the good in yeah. this song. Uh, yep. It's, you know, we, we, we talked a lot about in the Green Album about how there were no 
good guitar solos and mm. um this album is just full of them uh this one it's i mean it's it's better than uh than love explosions guitar solo i guess but <laughs> um you know there wasn't really one but i don't think there's it there, there's not a need for it with this song you know because i mean it is such a power you know a, a power rock power rocker i don't know i i don't know music yeah yeah um, but there's but it's like it's a two minute song that's like like three quarters like well like at least a quarter tasty guitar licks you know what i mean and barbershop <laughs> harmonies like it's a very at the guitar that you have this like heavy chugging like pop punk intro and then this like i called it a flamboyant riff like it's just mm. that's like one thing that <clears throat> I think Weezer is kind of like trademarked is like this like over the top kind of cheesy like dad riff as as <laughs> you mentioned right exactly but it's still you know you got this like these heavy powerful drums you have this chugging guitar and then these really nice like lilting harmonic O's where the like the you know that barbershop sound and it's all kind of meshing together it's a per it's a pop song it's a it's a very straightforward pop song with you know very guitar forward it is not lyrics forward no um and i, I do i, I want to hear your analysis on this i do want to <laughs> talk about the lyrics so <clears throat> so the song is very simple <laughs> here it's really it's i know i have Right, I have my little glasses. <laughs> well, excuse um, me. Uh, let me tell you about the <laughs> possibilities of what this might mean. Well, I think okay. So, like, the story of it is possibilities. It's about this like earnestness, this like young love, this like passionate kind of um, like you know heart beating out of your chest. And it, I think that the song. So I either think the song is about taking a girl's virginity, or it's about. Or it's because okay, let me let me define mm-hmm. explain that. So it's like the lyrics are. Wait, wait, I never wait, wait. Thought... hold on a second. So what you're telling me that babies come from <laughs> come. Wait, hold on, hold on. What <laughs> what is what is this uh, concept just... you're talking of? I'm 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 very confused. Ah, uh, um, yes, right. Well, the miracle. Look, I'm a Weezer fan. I, so. I, 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 grew up catholic so i you know i had to kind of piece some things together um but sometimes you know, literally when... i mean <laughs> I've, re- I've read the da vinci code i know how it goes <laughs> all right well so <laughs> where do you go from there uh so i think the so the lyrics are i never thought i'd do that take me all the way and let your body stay and then it ends with I need you, I'll bleed you now, which is kind of like to me like you're having, you know, the first sex, like awkward sex as a teenager and you're really emotional about it and, you know, you popped her cherry and she left some blood on the sheets or something. I don't know. Or and so that's when it gets into the weird analysis shit for me is that it's 2002, how old is Rivers Cuomo? And why is he singing about this, like, first teenage love and, like, sexual encounter in, like, a weird, like, uh, not like a, not like an insightful way, but just, uh, you know, I want to 
do that. Uh, and he's got that delivery with his vocals too, where he kind of sounds like he's edging all the time. And it's <laughs> the pubescent, like, I mean, weirdness. he is, is the thing. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I just want to make that clear. Uh, <laughs> according to the Weezerpedia, he um, is, right. <laughs> this was recorded in a closed studio. Um, <laughs> Well, and it's interesting because I didn't, I didn't read because I'm not looking on the genius lyrics that says "I'll bleed you now." But there's no genius, Anna. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the website Genius. Thank you very much. Jeez. Uh, uh, but on the Weezerpedia, it says "I plead you now." Mm. Let me get the lyric book out here and let's find out what the uh, what the liner notes say here. It does say I bleed you now. Wow. They really need to edit Weezerpedia better. Or or maybe Weezerpedia is trying to be is, is kind of fake censoring themselves. <laughs> Ooh, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah. Kids kids come on this website. I don't know. I like I I agree with your assessment, Heather, about uh what the what the song is about. Um <laughs> Well, and, and from the green room, though, you know, we we said we we talked a little bit about something being a possibility, and you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> he said uh, the title but, of the song, and I, and I, you know, I, 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 you know, I think you went a bit deeper than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I was I was thinking, but but with that, what, what you you know, you, you pointed out that I never thought I'd do that that line right there. That's where I put my main note for lyr- lyrically. <gasps> Of, you know, I brought it back from what 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 uh, what episode was it? Um, uh, Zach, uh, I'm trying to for, remember. I can't for butt stuff. Oh, it's crab. That's right. Yes, crab. That's uh, yes. He is. Maybe this is about not taking a a a a, a, a lady's virginity. Maybe this is yeah. him having. A, uh, a homosexual experience for the first time. Yeah, well... well it doesn't have to be, though. Or you, well, there, it's, there, I never thought a, I'd do that. That's the... Could be a, well, but, but it could be a strap-on. Or it could be... <laughs> but exactly. It could be butt stuff, which brings us all the way full circle you know. and is exactly what I was <laughs> kind of getting at here, which is well, he's talking about letting your body stay. And then he says, mm-hmm. oh, oh, take me by the hand. Let me be the man in your arms. Right. So he's he's, you know, he's ready to be the little spoon. <laughs> who wouldn't, you know, I mean, who wouldn't? Right. Uh, Rivers Cuomo definitely strikes me as a little spoon <laughs> <laughs> in more uh, ways than one. Um now I, I do I, I do want to take this time to remind everybody that we do have a T public store. Uh, and you can get a shirt that says butt stuff performed on him, crab at the booty. Um, a wonderful quote from our from our uh, cramp episode. You can not only get that as a T shirt, but you could also get it as a onesie. So, you know. Possibly the best thing to come out of the green apple. It is absolutely the best thing that came out of the Green Album. Um, there, there, there are a few things, a few ways that this could go. Uh, I don't know which way I like better, personally, but, you know. It's almost as if music is subjective, and people can have opinions. That's my bread and butter, kid. <laughs> Except all my opinions are that everything sucks, and it's just, it's such a joy to have this 
talk. But, you know, whatever his sexual preferences are, I'm glad that he gets to be held. Absolutely. We all deserve that. That's, we all need that. That's the takeaway from here. <laughs> is that Rivers Cuomo is being held by somebody. Uh, <laughs> and that's what we all need in this trying time. It's true. It's true. Yeah, and that they can pull off a really fun, very straightforward um, pop punk song and have it be super catchy and maybe not need to be so deep. What are we talking about again? (laughs) When you're talking about deep? uh... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, exactly. Listen. (laughs) That's a good joke. (laughs) Talking about butt stuff. Is Rivers just a beta cuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> See, if I bleep out anything, that's going to be what I bleep out. Uh, get your get your 4chan alt-right rhetoric right out of here. Obviously not advocating for it, but I, I laugh about <laughs> as a coastal elite, you know what I mean? Is, is Rivers red-pilled? Oh, my God. No, is yeah, I mean, is, does Rivers enjoy being submissive to dominant people sexually good for him you know yeah i don't i don't say beta cuck like it's a bad thing (laughs) but there's there's an implication there right yeah i know (laughs) i I know one being a beta which as a weezer fan i understand two uh it's a beta uprising exactly yeah guys we're gonna we're gonna get you um you guys got anything else about the song no, I'm good. <laughs> um, th- there's the uh, classic uh, in left channel only for the guitar solo. Really? And 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 I even mm. also noted the the the, the uh, right after the intro, the the small guitar solo there too. You know, hmm. it's got mm. it's, it's got its usual longer longer version placement. You know, three well, is that like a? Is that like what you get in like Buddy Holly with them in just one year? Is that what you're talking about? I don't like think the, in Buddy um, Holly. Yeah, was it? What was it? Back they did then? that in wow. Surf Wax. Maybe. Yeah. That opening in Surf Wax is left channel. Yeah, yeah. They do right. that quite a bit. Like they've done it a couple times this album. Um, yeah. I can't remember. I don't. I don't listen to music. So. Um, uh, so who covered this song, Eric? Uh, yeah, um, well, we just have our usuals, really. The Weezer cover project, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and the big thing there, it's acoustic guitar, and the vocals is not, in this case, I, I, I did check this one, not replicated, you know, the vocal mm-hmm. melody line. But uh, but then someplace where it is replicated pretty well, I think, was a, a Molotov cocktail piano. Mm. Did this one as well. And then, you know, just a couple couple guys on their guitars. No real band. For a Weezer song? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Some guys playing along with it? So strange. Well, great. Yeah. We're, we're getting... I, I Yeah, I don't think that there's much for covers for the rest of this album. For this album, really, at all. There, wa- there wasn't, so... Um, it's been forgotten. It's so... It's weird. Strange. Very disappointing, also, yeah. that it was forgotten. Um, right, yeah. Now we've come to the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, it's time for Rivers Cuomo. 
this is the time when I take uh, a word, a lyric, um, written by the profound genius that is Rivers Susan Cuomo. I don't know what his middle name is. Uh, <laughs> Rivers Marie Cuomo. And Rivers Grace. I think that's the best. Rivers Grace Cuomo. Uh, and uh, I, 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 want, I want to bring that to the forefront. So uh, here we go. Today's Rivers Cuomo is... Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, next time that you say that, make sure you attribute it properly. Okay? Thank you. Um, yeah. This is the greatest segment anybody's ever done on a podcast. Uh, and I'm I'm so upset that it's going away at the end of this, this season. So, um, you know, just... Uh, you still awake over there? I'm just making sure. That's, all right, great. Um, so on to actual content. We're doing uh, our ratings now. So, uh, Heather, are you ready for your ratings? Yeah. So this is a, this is a zero to ten um, personal preference. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it, uh, you don't you don't have to have any kind of criteria, or you can, and you can just tell us what the criteria is, or not. I don't care. Not your dad. So, uh, Heather, <laughs> what would well, you give this song? I listen. I take my ratings very seriously on my show. Well, album negative five. So you know, I use real math and real things to decide. (laughs) That's way more work than I put into this podcast at all. I've done actual math on my show to try and figure out how to adequately grade something's terribleness. This song. Um, it wasn't my favorite on the album. It was uh, very like a fun homage to late 70s, you know, poppy punk, going to the beach kind of upbeat songs about teenage life. Um, so it's not really like changing the game, nothing really groundbreaking about it, but um, nothing very offensive except for the idea of like Rivers Cuomo, like still singing about teenage sex in 2002, but like. You know, well, there's some. Yeah. That was what pop punk was at the time. So, I'll give it a. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a nice seven. That is a a, a great number. Great. <laughs> that came out really condescending. Um, <laughs> you did so good there. <laughs> you said a number. No, I didn't. Good I didn't take job, it. Job, Heather. <laughs> I did not take it that way. I promise. Um, oh boy. Am I cutting that out? Um, <laughs> Eric, what about you? Yeah. Um, uh, I like this song awfully well. Um, I will give it a an 8.1. 8.1? Yeah. All right. That's a... Uh... Look at that number! That's so great. Good job, buddy. Oh, man. So proud of you. You wouldn't um, talk to your two and a half year old that way. <laughs> no, it's much meaner. Is really what it is. It's, uh, all right, Scout. Can you what kind of 10? number is that? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then she just repeats six, and I'm like, no, you can't do that. Uh, it's an eight point one. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna give this song. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. I think it's it's a good tune. It's a really good tune. I think it's a, it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely not one that I skip over. 
um, like I would with maybe Love Explosion for <laughs> Fall Together. Uh, eh, not Fall Together. I like Fall Together. I don't know. Just judging by my ratings. I'd... Space Rock. Space Rock. I'd skip over Space Rock. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, Heather, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'd love to hear more about your podcast. But, boy, we are out of time. Um, so no no tell us uh tell us about your tell us about your little project here i can't i gotta stop doing that that's terrible no i love this we're role playing we're getting into it it's the first woman they've had on their show and he's just so nice to her we're Um, method podcasting here um yeah (laughs) i love it um yeah so thank you so much for having me this is genuinely a treat i love 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 when i actually get to talk about music that i enjoy um because it's so few and far between and also because i do love music a lot of music and i and and that includes weezer in a lot of cases so i really enjoyed this i enjoyed the song i enjoyed taking a a trip down you know the road of of discovering maladroit and and you know really giving it its its fair shake um but if you want to hear me talk about Nickelback for a cumulative like ten hours, then you can listen <laughs> to <laughs> my podcast, which is called uh, "Make It Stop," a bad music podcast. And uh, we're anywhere you get your podcast. We're part of the Pantheon Podcast family, and we invite uh, fellow musicians and. Uh, comedians and drag queens and all sorts of folks on to listen to bad music and uh, make fun of it with us and i'm so sorry that's my husband trying to make dinner like literally in the other room very loudly and i'm almost done and i'm really sorry no it's no big deal i just had my child screaming so oh okay good okay great (laughs) i mean if if you actually listen to the show you hear how much like how thin my walls are okay. in this house. All right. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually do have a question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nickelback. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Why is it? Why are they so bad? I'm okay. gonna make. I'm gonna make a really hot take here. Are you ready for this Go really right. hot take? Go right ahead. I think they're okay. Well, I listened to a cumulative total of at least four hours of Nickelback. Hmm. Uh, it, over the course of the month of March. So we did uh, a whole series in March called March Badness. Um, and this was like before coronavirus. So we didn't I know we were going to have like an actual Amazing plague. that title is. <laughs> so, and it was a tournament style where we picked six of the lowest rated artists with, with that at least had three or more albums over the past 15 years. So we picked Pitbull. It, and this was based on Rate Your Music. Rate. Mr. Worldwide? We, I, I was surprised as well. Pitbull, yeah, Pitbull, I don't... Talk really about a hot take. Well. That's... Uh... Yeah. It was Pitbull, it was Nickelback, Maroon 5, uh, Imagine Dragons, Hollywood Undead... Oh, my God. And uh, Eminem. Those were the, the bottom six. Uh, really? And we had head-to-head tournament style, and 
So I had to listen each time an artist would advance, we would have to listen to a, a worse album by them. So basically it was like fucking torture and it broke my brain and soul. And I don't want to give it away. Like, I think you guys should go on that journey with us. If you want to hear, you know, us, wh who do you guys think would, would win or lose that tournament? If you were to guess, who would you choose? I, I'm very surprised at some of the, uh, some of the artists on there. Um, quote unquote artists. Uh, really? I like, I kind of unironically like Pitbull. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, but especially Eminem, because Eminem, terrible. the thing was with Eminem, he was such an important part of my childhood. Oh my God. Uh, that's the I, thing. I, same. I, I am, I was a rapper for many years. I grew up like with Eminem. I obsessed over yes. Eminem. That's how I learned how to write lyrics and rhyme scheme and understand that stuff. And I am so embarrassed at any of the songs I used to listen to that I like. And I also, he's lost any goodwill and any nostalgia from all of the new terrible music that he's put out over the past 15 years. It's Are you going to sit here and tell me that the, that the, what is a Slim Shady LP two isn't good? How dare you? You it's come on. You come on my show. <laughs> you come on my show. Uh, so no, anyway. I, 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 uh, and I do, I do want to say before uh, anybody gets gets too upset with me, um, I recognize how problematic Eminem is. Um, I don't make an active decision to listen to him, but if his music happens to me, I'm not going to be upset about it. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, I The nature of my show makes me hate music. So I'm so, like, I'm glad Great. that you're so fully destroyed and jaded. Because um, we've done, like, 70-something episodes. And it has just, it's been, um, it, it's made me hate music on so many levels I didn't even know possible. So Eminem, you know, say what you say about him. The final, the final two and I am going to spoil it, was, I mean, anybody could see it if they looked up the episodes. It's Imagine Dragons versus Nickelback. And it literally came out, came down to the very last, you know, song and the very last argument between me and my co-host where we finally made the decision. And I think that Nickelback is terrible because they're so good at imitating what rock music <laughs> is supposed to be. They're really, really good at performing it in, like, a very put on way and mm. and it's so formulaic and it's so choreographed that it has no edge it's just totally cheesy and transparent but gotcha. man imagine dragons they're even worse so it's one of those okay god you're making me feel like awful about myself now. i'm a horrible um, person we shouldn't have gone down this road <laughs> i told you you guys are nice i'm a dick um, from boston this is my it's my whole brand here's <laughs> here's i have i i thoroughly enjoy imagine dragons because uh they're uh, they're okay. just very fun pop rock no nope. uh, and here we go. Uh, if you can make a song where it literally sounds like no. you're saying flibberty jibberty dibberty flibberty and it makes number one on all the charts, I'm sorry, you deserve it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> you don't get to end the show. 
What the hot takes? I have no rebuttal. I have no rebuttal to that. I have no rebuttal to that. If that's what you believe, we'll never agree. My wife and I have a lot of jokes (laughs) about Imagine Dragons and our, our, you know, listening to it and talking about it. uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, saying Flipperty Gibberty a hundred times in a song. Um, We think it's hysterical. So. Great. Uh, I like that more than I'm sure I liked anything that Imagine Dragons put out musically. You like know, you and just I, saying flippity jibbity. Flippity jibbity dibbity flippity. Um, bibbity bobbity boo. So, uh, make it stop. <laughs> uh, this podcast, please. <laughs> and my misery. Um, so you, uh, so is that, do you, do you play music? Do you do other shows or anything like that? Yeah, so I am a singer, songwriter, drummer. I was in a hip hop group for many years, and I'm also, yeah, I'm sure like it I sucked. <laughs> if, listen, you can See, it you can make fun. Does it? <laughs> it? There are some very cheesy songs that I wrote and and performed, but they were also really fun. It's like a a. I don't know, a raunchy, like, white salt and pepper. If you're into that, check it out. Um, <laughs> you you hit but... all my buttons there. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, uh, there is nothing um... I enjoy more than a cringy white rapper. <laughs> Give me all your ice, JJ Fish, as much as possible. Well, we uh, have, yeah, that's that's our bread and butter on the show. We have so many episodes about terrible white rappers, including Eminem. Sorry about it. Um, but it takes one to know one. So, yeah, if you want to hear me be, you know, a, an edgy teen like this, um, no, I, I think we like to try to give measured critiques. And again, because we are both musicians, myself, and my co-host, Mike, mm-hmm. um, he's he's a guitarist and a great one and uh, also drummer and bassist and et cetera. And uh, yeah, and then I also am a wrestler on the side, too. So when you want to do that, like spinoff podcast about just the entrance music of WWE wrestlers, you let me know. I'll be there. Uh, in in the immortal words of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, "Oh yeah." Um, <laughs> we did his album. That- I, I was I was just going through your yeah. uh, episode and I saw that and I'm like, oh my god, I am so happy. Uh, when okay, legit. Um, I'm I'm gonna cut this part out because it's uh because this is me trying to shell to get on your show. Whenever you do any of Shaq's albums, I oh, need to Oh we did it. Be on... We you, did do Shaq. You did Shaq. We so... did Shaq. We did Can't Stop the Rain. Oh he's such we... a he he's a rampant genie with an attitude. I know. I actually really I like didn't mind that album. Shaq's definitely not one of the worst. And you're gonna definitely sit here one. and tell me <laughs> Eminem was Man. worse. Yes, I am going to tell you that. Yep, absolutely, a thousand percent. As you ever played Shaq Fu? It's best, garbage. I have Shaq Fu. <laughs> I own it. Did you know that Shaq actually does have a doctorate in education? No. Yeah. God bless that man. He's. he's I remember. He was threat. on the Celtics. He was on the Celtics, and he would go to Harvard Square in Cambridge, and he would go just stand and be a human statue in the center of Cambridge randomly, like whenever he decided to, and people would just crowd around and get to look at Shaq pretend to be a statue. He's a he's a delight. He's a, he's a total gem. He really. I is. went and saw him DJ. He's a terrible DJ. Let me tell you, he's a <laughs> horrible DJ. He does like 2005 dubstep remixes. But like of like Michelle Branch songs, like he literally did that when I, I saw him um, at the casino down the street from my house. And uh, 
it was it was terrible, but it was such an experience. I had a blast because it was Shaq. He can do no wrong. He he really, he really can't. Uh, <laughs> he's on he's on. Uh, he'll show up for once in a while on uh, Fresh Off the Boat. And oh it's yeah, always a pleasure seeing Shaq. Uh, he's just he's an author. He's written yeah. books, children's books. Shaq and the Beanstalk. I wonder what that's about. Uh, he is the beanstalk. Yeah. He, you know, if that's not the plot, I'm going to write a very angry letter to Shaq. Uh, and, Dearest Shaquille, how dare you? Um, uh, DJ Diesel, actually. That's just... DJ Diesel? Yeah. And then he just, uh, whenever he plays a good song, he does that shoulder shimmy, uh, like in the he Gold Bond fa- commercial. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. He does that. He he also he very clearly doesn't actually do any mixing. Like he just stands and like pumps his arms in the air the whole time. Um, <laughs> what more do you need? It's great. I mean, honestly, not not much. <laughs> uh, this has been a, a, a true delight. So thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thank you guys. I'm. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. I'm Zach Frankie Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I'm Eric Nash. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Lucky Mustard. And I also have uh, Watchmen Minute and Almost Famous Minute. They're both on, as well as Make It Stop. Uh, all three on. Uh, all three. This and those two. <laughs> on Pantheon Podcast. Uh, yes. Rock and Roll Network. We got there in the end. Uh, yes. <laughs> Check us out, Pantheon Pods, on Twitter. You can uh, like them on Facebook, if that is something you do. Is Are they on Instagram? I don't know. No. <laughs> Possibly Pantheon Pods. But you can always check us out, pantheonpodcasts.com. Uh, anyway, we are Feels Like Weezer. You can find us on Twitter, at Feels Like Weezer. You can send us an email, feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. It's looking to got got to dust the cobwebs out of that that uh that email box inbox is that a thing that's that's a great joke, man I'm funny. Uh, you can check out T Public. Uh, it's a link down in the in the clicky clack downstairs, and uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes. You can leave us a review. You can leave uh make it stop a review, even if you haven't listened to it. Uh, I'm sure that your opinions will either align with what Heather has said or not. And I think that you should go out there and rate solely based on this episode, her podcast. Uh, I think this would be a really fun experiment. And then make sure, put 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 that little W with the equal sign on each side to know that uh, feels like Weezer sent you. Um, will be a lot better than the endless one-star reviews that we get for making fun of Tool. So. Okay, but M&M. Tool is g-g-g-garbage. Um, so I agree I, obviously you've got the one star reviews to show it um, I'm just saying we, we only have we have one three star review and I'm pretty sure that was me so um, I'm just you know I'm just saying we're pretty well reviewed our seven reviews on iTunes um, but yeah help us out helps out the show helps out uh, make it stop um, and you know, we can, you will have our undying gratitude. Uh, yeah. And that's all you need in this, in this crazy world. Uh, this, this crazy post COVID world. It's not post currently COVID world. Uh, hold on to the little joys in your life. Uh, 
Mr. Rogers, signing off. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.